Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River, Country Road. Take me home to a place where I belong with the wind. All you haters that have been calling for Mark Adams' head, sit down and shut up. Guess who's back? Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Obviously, we're going to celebrate because this Texas Tech basketball team has now won three in a row. And to quote a famous manager from the hit movie Major League, that's a winning streak. And don't look now, but this team's bubbling up at the right time. But I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it, it all out loud right now. I'm not going to say it out loud what they could potentially be able to do in March. But it's trending the right way. And all you morons and all you haters, and I'm going to say it, all you haters that have spent this past month besmirching Throwing Mark Adams under the bus, talking about that this team is in crisis, and then you hide behind message boards, message board paywalls, no less. Sit down and shut up and get in the van. That's what you need to do. So let's talk. We're talking basketball to start with today, and let's let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to Monday. Monday, huge big Monday game at the USA, you got the Shorthorns coming into town. Um, and, you know, Tech had some struggles early on in the game. I mean, UT's a very talented team. And, uh, you know, they're they're a number two seed projected right now, according to the NCAA. And they probably deserve a two seed. And they, they potentially could work their way to a one seed. Um, in fact, before Monday, that was the big debate is, who do you give a one seed to, Kansas or Texas? And <laughs> Texas Tech kind of ruined that for the Shorthorns. Tech found a way to win Monday. And, and again, this team is peaking at the right time. A great, you know, obviously you had some some great play out of, out of uh, Fardos Amac, Jalen Tyson. Um, he struggled Monday, but, you know, we're going to get to him. <laughs> We're going to get to him uh, today. Uh, Davion Harmon, that dude, he has made a decision to put put this team on his back. And, I mean, he, he willed that team to a win on Monday against UT. And I love the emotion from him. And, and you got you to gotta know that the players have had to, have had to deal with all this garbage from Twitter fans, message board fans. And they're probably fed up with it too. But, you know, credit those players. Credit the players for still coming out. They they could have easily have, have quit when it was they were 0-8 in the Big 12 and things looked awful. But they didn't quit. And, you know, finally, they're finding ways to win. And it started Monday, Davion Harmon, Davion Harmon, heck of a game. And then it bubbles over to today. Uh, Jalen Tyson, I mean, he was a man among boys um, in this afternoon's game. And then Fardaz Amak finally 
you know, he's paying dividends. And I think part of it, you know, why it's February and he's paying dividends is the guy's been hurt. And when you're hurt and you can't even practice, you, you struggle to come back. But, you know, all these people that were were basically kind of, you know, dumping on AMAC saying, well, he's not going to make a difference or he wants out, oh, that that ridiculous rumor back in December, you know, credit credit these guys for tuning out all that noise. And, you know, West Virginia is an extremely difficult place to win at. You know, um, West Virginia is a very physical team always. I mean, you you feel like you're going into a 12-round boxing match with them when you got to go up to – well, really, really no matter when you play them, but especially in Morgantown because it seems like the refs swallow the whistles more often than not. And – Tech found a way to win. They made the shots. Welcome back, Pop Isaacs. It was great to see him back out there. You know, uh, definitely have have missed um, his his presence in the game and got got him back out there. And you know, you, you've got an Oklahoma team on Tuesday. You went to overtime with Oklahoma at the USA, and I think it's a winnable game. I think Oklahoma's a winnable game. You get TCU next Saturday at the USA. You almost beat them. Really, honestly, you should have beat them, you know, just back way back New Year's Eve um, in Fort Worth, and you just kind of fell apart at the end. I think that's a winnable game too. Dare I say, you got four regular season uh, games left. I think three out of the four are winnable. Um, You've got the the one I haven't mentioned yet, Oklahoma State. That's your last game of the regular season at the USA. You should have beaten them in Stillwater. You had another, you know, you lost by one point there. Uh, I'd love to say they're going to go to Lawrence and win. That's that's a tough road. Um, You've only done that once in your program history. But, you know, you get three out of four games going into the Big 12 tournament you know you're in a good. I think you're you're in a good position. I think then you know you get get yourself at least one win in the Big Twelve tournament, and what I'm not going to talk about might happen. We'll see. But you know, I think no matter what happens, you got to give credit to this basketball program for not quitting. Fans quit on them. There was a lot of fans that quit on them. A lot of radio personalities quit on them, but this team didn't quit. And they keep fighting, and finally the ball started bouncing their way. Because a lot of those losses, that 0-8 start, it, the ball just wasn't bouncing their way. They were close. They were close at TCU. They were close against Oklahoma State. They were close against Kansas at the USA. And, you know, just things weren't bouncing their way. Close against Oklahoma at, U, at the USA. Um, and so... It, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for those players because they never quit and they ought to be rewarded and they're being rewarded with some wins and they've, they've looked awesome and it's, and it's been different people stepping up, you know, Monday it was Davion Harmon today. It was Jalen Tyson, um, AMAC. I mean, he was a rebounding machine today and he's made, he made all of his free throws. I mean, how awesome was that? So we got four more regular season games, plus at least one tournament game, and I'm going to enjoy those five games because I think they're going to be awesome to watch. This team's fun to watch. Kudos to the coaching staff for for shutting out the noise as well, and um, it's going to be fun. So, 
that NCAA did release the top um, 16 teams. And no surprise, Big 12's chock full on there. By the way, Tech's beaten three of those top 16 teams in Texas, Iowa State, and Kansas State. You know, um, so I don't think it's foolish to say that if Tech was in another conference, the Big Ten, SEC, ACC, Pac-12, they they wouldn't be in last place. They I think they could be a middle. They they could have been a middle of the road team, and who knows, even better. You know, you you are just you are in a very strong conference you're in the strongest conference in uh, in college basketball and you've you've had some bad luck roll your way but now things are bouncing your way and I think you've got a fantastic opportunity to continue that trend against Oklahoma on Tuesday so we'll just have to see what happens but great week for tech basketball kudos to Mark Adams for everything and shutting out the noise and the nonsense that that's been bantied about so let's switch gears a little bit we're going to put a little lovely little bow on football season i know yes there's xfl and the usfl is coming up i'll be really honest with you i don't really watch those um xfl all that um i know there's some tech players that are playing in those and i hope that they do well and be successful i'm just just not my thing but Obviously, a great Super Bowl last Sunday. I'm obviously happy as a Chiefs fan that they were able to get it done. You know, they started out slow, and you know, I I, I was impressed with the Eagles, um, especially their offensive line. That that offensive line looked awesome. I wish I wish uh, I wish the Cowboys and the Chiefs had an offensive line like that. Um, the the guy think that got a, I think the Eagles might have the best offensive line in pro football. Having said that, you know, Kansas City was able to, you know, kind of hold it together first half, and then they scored on every single possession in the second half. And you were able to force a turnover and get a fumble uh, return for a touchdown. So Kansas City, second Super Bowl. By the way, don't want to hear any of the nonsense about the defensive holding call. It was a hold. The Eagle player even said it was a hold. Um, In addition, the officials missed another fumble return for a touchdown that the Chiefs had that they called back. So, you know, shut up <laughs> about the ref stuff. But a uh, huge, huge win for the Chiefs. And certainly, you know, Patrick Mahomes now, he's got two Super Bowl wins. That, that puts him, you know, in, in some rarefied air. And, you know, he, dare we say, he might not, he might not even be in his prime at this point yet. Um, so could he get, could he get himself to more? I think obviously, yeah, you know, this is a Kansas city. I think what's even more impressive, um, than the two Super Bowl wins, five straight AFC championship appearances and the AFC, I think clearly right now is the better conference. You look at the quarterbacks in, in the AFC, it's harder to get to a Super Bowl in the AFC. And yet Mahomes has gotten to three in five years and one you know, two and in, in five years. So or two and four years, in fact. So this is a really um it's a dynasty in the making. We'll see what happens next year. Obviously it's 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 gonna be a, another difficult road because you've still got Buffalo and and Cincinnati and and you know Justin Herbert and the Chargers, are they gonna finally come on strong? Could Sean Payton work a miracle out in Denver? I don't know. We'll see. 
could Aaron Rodgers end up in Las Vegas? That, those are all possibilities. So, but huge, huge win for the Chiefs, getting them a second Super Bowl. Other parts of the game, I loved the Chris Stapleton national anthem. As a Cowboys fan, you know, you're, you, you grow up sports hating the Eagles, and their fans are bozos. I mean, they were booing at Dak, which congratulations to Dak. He finally did make it to a Super Bowl. <laughs> um, but, you know, Nick Sirianni, I mean, the whole him crying during the Super Bowl, uh, during the Star Spangled Banner, I mean, what a moving moment. Jalen Hurts seems like a great guy, you know, even though he went to the, you know, Oklahoma and he was in Alabama before. Now he's an Eagle. So he's not, he's not been in uh, football teams that I necessarily like, but you know, credit him. He's, he's been, um, he's a likable guy, which, you know, it's hard when you, you know, it's Philadelphia Eagles and you're having to say that they've got some likable people on their team, but congrats, you know, congratulations to the chiefs. Commercial wise, uh, the commercials were, you know, kind of blah mostly. I mean, I did like the dog commercial over Amazon. Um, Rihanna, I don't, I don't know any Rihanna songs. Although, kind of a funny story about her. I actually did see her in concert once. She came to the Sun Bowl, two thousand seven, I think, is what I read. So way before she got big, and and it was like a big deal that she came. And I was like, I don't even know who this person is. But um, it, it was fine, I guess. You know, the halftime show is just not made for me anymore and my musical taste. And uh, that's, it, that is what it is, you know. So, but should be an interesting offseason. Obviously, we're all kind of wondering what, what we're, where Aaron Rodgers could potentially possibly go. Uh, He's weird. I'm just going to say that, that the whole like going into a cave of darkness thing. I, I don't, is that the Cal Berkeley in him? I have no idea, but you know, I, I think it's very clear. He's probably not going to be uh, back with the Packers. I think the Raiders make a lot of sense. I think the 49ers make a lot of sense. You know, the 49ers, they just need a quarterback and they're going to a Super Bowl. They have all the other pieces. And yes, as a Cowboys fan, that pains me to say that. And yeah, so that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on. So one last thing we're going to talk about today, and that is great. It was a great Friday yesterday, and that's because college baseball season finally started. And Texas Tech is 2-0 right now. They've already won two games in a four-game series with Gonzaga. They're going to play tomorrow, and then they'll play again Monday. You know, it's this is Texas Tech baseball under Tim Tadlock. You know, the ex- expectations are pretty, are pretty high, and, you know, credit Tim Tadlock for, for them getting to that point. This is a young team. You've got a lot of unknown pieces, but it, it does seem like you've got some potential here to maybe do something special again in June. Obviously, they've gotten off to a good start. You know, I, I I was watching a little bit of the game yesterday, and you know, Gonzaga at one point was up four to one, and I'm sure people were hitting the panic button. Um, I wasn't. Even if they had lost, I would not have hit the panic button. I mean, this is, you know, Tadlock teams typically are known to you know 
they'll drop some games in February and then they they end up putting it together April and May, which you'd rather have them do that than win a bunch of games in February and March and then fade away in, you know, April and May. So going into June. So I think obviously a pretty talented team. They are picked to finish third right now in the Big 12. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Um, you've got Oklahoma State and TCU very highly highly favored and I think that makes sense you know having said that you get you get Oklahoma State here in Lubbock which he swept Oklahoma State last year in Stillwater so you know Tech has has really last couple of years that they've had Oklahoma State's number and you you get Oklahoma State TCU Texas and Oklahoma all early in your Big 12 schedule and so you you got you've got an opportunity to you know really prove yourself down the stretch early on in that conference season. So, but real excited that baseball season is back. And I think Tech is in for another great season where we're going to see baseball being played in June. How much baseball being played in June? Well, we will find out soon enough. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we get back, it'll be time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the week. Back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And this week's Tip of the Week deals with President's Day. President's Day is coming up on Monday. Um, The great thing about President's Day weekend is it's also Daytona 500 weekend. Welcome back, Jimmy Johnson, to NASCAR. But My tip is celebrate President's Day by doing some research on a president. And and it doesn't have to be one of the big ones. Like and what I mean by the big ones, like the ones on Mount Rushmore or, you know, the ones you've lived you've lived through. There are all these presidents have such fantastic, interesting stories about them. I'm personally I I'm I, uh, I'm a big fan of Mr. Grover Cleveland and the age of Grover Cleveland. So have a happy President's Day. If you have off on Monday, I hope you have a great holiday. If not, then uh, have a great Monday and take some time maybe to celebrate President's Day. I will see you all next week. I'm not sure when I am going to record next weekend. It's pr- it might be not till Sunday. Um, I've got some things going on on Saturday and And so anyway, I hope everybody has a great week and hopefully next week we will be celebrating two more Texas Tech victories. So have a great week.